Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John Orson Staku, as you might know me on Twitter, the executive producer here, and I just want to thank you for watching. It really means a lot to us that people watch, listen to, and enjoy our shows. If you want to help us keep making these shows as fun and lively as they can be, please join your fellow fans in supporting us at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms, or by subscribing to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms. It really means a lot to us that the amount of you who do support us continue to do so, especially our $25 plus tier supporters on Patreon. Antitonic, Catwater Flame, Samantha Bates, Maureen Monty, and Gravity Alexander. Every little bit helps, so thank you to all of our patrons and subs. Check us out on Twitter at Final Show Films and on our website at www.finalshowfilms.com for updates, go live notifications, and more. We love interacting with you, so feel free to tweet at us or email us at finalshowfilms at gmail.com. That being said, please relax and enjoy. Okay, we apparently weren't making sound, but now we are, because Yay. OBS doesn't know how its own software works. <laughs> yep, we're making we're making noise now. Let's do that noise. again. Uh, hi, I'm John. I'm the keeper. I'm joined by Jeremy. Hi. And Craig. <laughs> hi. And Mara. Hi. And Jack. Fuck off. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. Our mixer wasn't working, and I'm playing America Kansas Freedom. And no one else else told you that. It was Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> I want to point out for my own edification, it was not my fault the mixer wasn't working. I, I know show that. Films. I'm not blaming you. By Patty no, no, I know. I just and yes, I can hear people too. Because, because in the past it has been my fault. This time it was not. <laughs> Anyways, before we delve into the uh, before we delve story. into the world of Call of Cthulhu, for all those watching and listening at home, understand that this is a world that thrives on horror, on the unsettling, on making you uncomfortable. So there may be themes and aspects of this story that are particularly unpleasant for some viewers. In those cases, it is perfectly valid. It is a perfectly valid response to stop watching or listening if you feel you cannot. For those who remain, welcome to Call of Cthulhu. <coughs> As our cowboy braves the storm-blasted coast in order to find their lost explorer, we turn our eyes back to a library. Doris, you had been investigating the secret, the opened secret tunnel behind a grandfather clock that was accessed through it, revealed after Jared had broken the glass with his fist, and you had pulled the uh, pendulum out towards you. As you were investigating this, you heard the sound of a surprised scream. The sort of the sort of sudden yelp that one experiences when one expects there to be thirteen steps on a staircase but finds there are instead twelve or fourteen at either the top or the bottom. As you turn to investigate the source of this noise, you suddenly realize the library you are in has been darkened. The lights have all turned off. Oh, the electricity's gone a little haywire. Um, 
I'm going to go toward like a door and look for a light switch. You begin fumbling your way through, forgetting for a moment that you have a phone in your pocket as you <laughs> head towards the light switch. Eventually finding it and flipping it on, the lighting of the room comes back, and you find that you are alone in the library. Also, you notice the grandfather clock has been perfectly repaired. The passage behind it closed, the glass replaced, and the pendulum once more swinging in a subtle rhythm. That, mm, I pinch myself. Make a sanity roll. Okay. <laughs> this is going to go well. Uh, I don't remember how to play this game. Green one? Uh, yes, green one. Yes. Success! You lose one point of sanity as you pinch yourself and assume that you must have had an episode where you suddenly stopped paying attention for a long period of time. That happens yeah. occasionally. Mm -hmm. Um, it's all the same. Hello? Um, John America Harold? As you call out confusingly, Harold, you are in the midst of walking downstairs, following after Jared. When you too heard a sound of a surprised scream, the sort of yelp one hears or experiences when one is expecting a staircase to have 15 stairs, but instead finds that it has 14 or 16 at either the top or the bottom. As you turn to investigate, you realize the lights in the hallway are out. How far away did the sound sound? It seemed to come from right behind you. All right, uh, I will turn around and um, reach into my pocket and pull out the little pen flashlight that I keep in there for reading menus. You pull out the pen flashlight, light it up, illuminating the hallway behind you, revealing only the door to the game room on your right, and a series of portraits painted of the figure in question who owned the manor, Sir Thomas Blyton. Jerry, did you hear that? There is no response from Jared. I'll turn back around and shine the flashlight back in the direction that Jared was headed. You appear to be alone in the hallway. Bloody hell. Um, I'll turn back around and look, uh, look at the pictures. Do I remember them from walking past here the first time? Certainly you do. Okay. Um, then I'm going to head, turn and head back down the... Um, uh, the whole way. Now, had uh, Milestone already left us? Yes, Milestone had already taken a different route away from the medical wing. Okay. Um, calling out, Jerry, don't get too far ahead. I'm worried you're going to wind up in another uh, dog pile on the stairs again. Um, Herod will, uh, will move back down the hallway in the direction that he thinks Jared went. Jared would have been heading back towards the library. Okay, yeah, so I will head back towards the library. Doris. Oh, no, wait, that's that's the opposite direction from which the sound came, correct? Correct. Is there anything behind me other than the pictures and the door we just came out of? No. I mean, Cthulhu. 
<laughs> please. For whatever reason, I couldn't hear you. What did you say? I said no. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will peek back into the room we just came out of. It's not the room the you just came out of. You had, you, had, you had come down the hallway from the stairs. The room next to you is the game room, which you peek inside, your flashlight illuminating the severed heads of a variety of animals mounted and stuffed to the walls. There's an interesting variety of animals, ranging from the standard lion, tiger, bear, to, oh uh, to as well, an armadillo, stuffed entirely and mounted on the wall. A kangaroo, which you're pretty certain is illegal, and a few other animals that seem odd and out of place, including one Google Home device that if it doesn't shut up, will get stuffed and mounted on my own wall. <laughs> Harold, Harold, Harold nods in solidarity at, at, at the, the, the murder and taxidermy of technology, and then um, will... Um, Hello, anyone in here? There is no response. Sorry, I heard someone call out. There is no response. Uh, Harold snorts and looks at the uh, the closest closest head and says, well, "I suppose that wasn't you, was it?" Um, and the we'll jackrabbit does not respond. Uh, and we'll close the door and then start looking at the. You said the paintings are the only other things that aren't that, that in are, obvious view that are currently in the hallway. Yes. Um. Harold will poke at, at, at the closest ones to where he believes the sound came from. While Harold is poking at paintings, we return to Doris. Doris, yes. you have sufficiently determined that there is nobody else in the library with you. Okay. Um, the accent's just not happening this week. Um, <laughs> I, the, I, hello? Uh, is anyone there? I'm gonna get louder, basically. Harold, make me a listen check. All right. Current theory, Doris is trying to rationalize this very, very hard, is that we have done one of those those things where you push the the book in the bookcase. That's clearly what's happened here. Fail. Harold, you hear a noise coming from further down the hallway towards the library. You do not know what it is, though. Um, Harold grumbling. There's someone's playing silly buggers. I'm going to sort their shit and then walks off down in that direction, keeping his ears open. Doris. In no contradiction of the role I just made. <laughs> no response? No response. Well, that damn butler isn't here. Um... The glass is repaired. Yes. I heft my purse. <laughs> <laughs> and take a swing. You swing mightily. Make me a brawl check. Okay. Um... Don, it's weird that you're telling these two completely unrelated stories in this interwoven way. <laughs> Where is brawl on here? Is that just would that just be a fighting role? Uh, it's yes, yes. Fight, fighting, okay. fighting brackets brawl. Got it. My blackjack. Hey, you swing mightily with your purse or a blackjack, whichever happens to be handy at the time. <laughs> I would like to know which one. 
it's, the same, it's it's the equivalent i asked john if i could use a, a brick yeah, in no. my purse as a thing it is exactly what it was <laughs> oh, makeshift car yes i'm about to get stonehenge there is the shattering of glass harold you hear the shattering of glass from the library oh okay um i will um keeping my flashlight out um uh and uh keeping a, a a lighter grip on my cane i will move in that direction you do so. as stealthily as a 67 year old man who walks with a cane can do well, so in that case if we're trying to inter- if we're trying to interpret stealth then i will require you to make a stealth roll it's gonna go great. It did not go great. Although also, not as bad as it could have. Also, Mara, that success counts as a success for the fighting brawl skill. So you can okay. put a check mark next to that. Um there's not really a space for- okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. I see it. Cool. It is it is below fast talk and above firearms. Alright. Well, above firearms handgun. Okay. Uh, Doris, as you are clearing away the broken pieces of glass in the <laughs> in the carefully uh, in carefully in the uh, grandfather clock, you hear the unmistakable sound of someone doing their best to be a secret agent outside the library. As Harold presses himself against the wall and very slyly and quietly, heavily puts his feet down as he approaches with cat-like tread. Cat- can I tell it's Harold? <laughs> you cannot tell it's Harold, no. Okay. It's someone. Mm. I'm gonna go stand on the other side of the door with my purse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry! You stand ready. Murder him! Murder! As Jeremy's I like that Jeremy's here away. yelling about murder and we lost his camera. No. <laughs> That's because I had it minimized and pushed up in a corner. Oh. I went to go hit the maximize button and I went too quickly and I didn't realize the maximum button was off, off screen. Yeah. <laughs> and the next button is turn off your camera. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, John. Thank you. I'm about to die horribly, people. <laughs> You're just you're just sitting in a car. Alone. As, you're a strange old man. Speaking of which, as we get to the confrontation of the doorway, we cut momentarily away. Jahan, you are sitting in the car or outside the car? Uh in uh, in the car, I think. I mean in, it's raining all to hell. I'm in the goddamn car. <laughs> You are in the car, which is still running, I would imagine. Yeah. You have a chance to admire the bald eagle bobblehead <laughs> that's on the dashboard like a hula girl. Just sort of staring at it with like serious <laughs> shade side eye. It's particularly relevant because every time there's a lightning crash, the vibrations of thunder cause the bobblehead to bobble. It's good luck. As you're staring at the bobblehead, pondering the nature of its existence and coincidentally your own. 
<laughs> why? Why am I? That's the end of the sentence. <laughs> there is a clash of lightning and a flash of thunder. Uh-huh. Wait, scratch that. Reverse it. Right? And the power of the car shuts off. Quick, turn on the backup generator. America? America? Roll. <laughs> you call through the walkie-talkie. Oh, push. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot we had the walkie-talkie. Yeah, sorry. I'm like a decent way off. <laughs> yeah. America, the walkie-talkie on your hip crackles to life as you hear Jahan weakly calling your name, as he, he often car, is prone to do. Your, your, your car stopped functioning. I just thought you would want to know. Okay, uh, got something more specific than that? Are we going to need a jump? Did Probably, yes. The, the, all of the power turned off. Spontaneous. Aaron, the player, does not know enough about cars to know the significance of this. The that means there's no, there's no power electricity running to it. Yeah, it's a jump situation, probably. Okay. Or I know two mechanics' cars turns. One is the thing you do to shove it out of the mud. The other is the one where you stick needles in and they then do electricity to it. <laughs> That's the one. Yes. <laughs> yes, the second one. <laughs> Clear! <laughs> Are you telling me that it's not the same principle? Because I'm pretty sure it is. No, it is absolutely the same principle. As I reveal how unlike my character I am. Alright, you got Kate, you got a car. We can go back and grab it once once I've found owned our A-word member. I was just uh, I was just letting you know I wasn't yeah. wasn't asking for uh, wasn't suggesting we should handle this particular problem right now. Can I do an insight check with my piddling whatever my insight is? Sure, make a psychology roll. That's slightly better than psychoanalysis. Seems fine, uh, but fail. It it's hard to it's it is it is much harder to read the emotions of other human beings than people tend to give them than people tend to assume it is and especially difficult when the only emotion you can get is the slightly staticky voice over a walkie-talkie that's totally fair all right with this knowledge with this knowledge passed on america you continue on your yep slightly treacherous path across the beach Meanwhile, Jared. Yep. You have pushed yourself into a crevasse of the cliff, using it to cover as best you can from the pelting wind and rain. Unfortunately, the pelting wind and rain is coming towards the cliff rather than across it, so it's not all that much cover as you continue mm -hmm. to get pelted in the wind and the rain. Lightning flashes, and as it has every as it has every time that has happened, you see a silhouette in the distance, remarkably at roughly the same distance it has been the entire time from you, on a hill further back, watching. Presumably. Well, I'm not really getting much coverage or protection, 
So I'm going to take my trusty friend, Mr. Harpoon, and use him as a walking stick as I continue marching my ass up the coastline. Towards a... Ah. Toward, towards where America is supposedly coming from, yes. I cough my lungs out. Again. Don't do that. I know an abattoir where you can store them after they're out. <laughs> we finally figured out the name of the yellow character, Mr. Harpoon. Pointedly, you never identified what kind of meat was in the abattoir, so you don't know if my lungs would be appropriate. <laughs> I feel the fact, like the idea that you can't identify it immediately tells us that lungs will fit. I don't know. <laughs> Could you identify whale meat as opposed to human meat? No, but I know that lungs belong wherever garbage meat is. <laughs> Anyways. Jared, you continue. You press on. Since you do not currently have access to a climber's kit with which to stabilize your journey across the rocky shore of England, I need you to make a climb check. Can I get any sort of advantage for my harpoon? We'll say you have one bonus die for using one the One bonus die. I will roll with the purple stuff then. Maybe. Oh, No. <laughs> Hey, there it is. Nope, that's a fail. Hmm. With one bonus die and a harpoon to your name, you continue to clamber across the shore, occasionally falling onto your face and having to dredge yourself back up, either from sand or from rock. A little bit more of your blood is spreading across the ground, but taking no serious injury from it and having no serious impediment to your journey. As you continue on towards meeting America. Bullshit. Fuck it. Meanwhile, Doris and Harold. Yep. Harold, you have reached the door of the library. Doris, your bag is cocked and ready. <laughs> yep. Sorry, uh, Greg, if I kill your character. That's that's. It's You're okay. already injured. <laughs> I I I uh I fully accept the responsibility for my actions. I would like before we all say goodbye to Harold Costly forever. I would like to point out that. His his attempts at stealth are bad, not because he doesn't know how to do it, because he was in the SAS as a younger man. Yes. Because he is now 67 years old yeah. and does not know how to stealth with a cane. Exactly. Like uh, the the motions cane. are all correct. It's just the weight distribution is not. And, and, I like the that, fact that we're getting a Claremontian level of, like, backstory <laughs> just before. For those who aren't familiar with this term, it means you're super doomed. <laughs> <laughs> In a slightly judgy voice. Yeah. I bring it up because, yes, I'm probably out of time to bring it up, but also to explain why his next action is confident in his own experience and driven by his own arrogance. He's going to peek around the corner. <laughs> Wonderful. There. You peek around the corner. There is a closed door in front of you. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not going to jack Torrance in. <laughs> I will slowly, carefully ease the door open. Doris, you watch the door slowly carefully ease open Harold as you see there is a light inside the library yep 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna swing. <laughs> and as Harold's head yes! peeks in the door, Doris, make your fighting brawl roll. Critical success. <laughs> Come on. Oh my god. This, fucking fucking black black this is the game where. Oh man! That's a fumble, Harold. As you peek, did you just knock you, yourself out? As you poke your head through the door, a rather heavy handbag goes sailing over your head and out into the hallway. Um, as Doris, you swing mightily, but forget to hold on, and the bag oh, flies out the door. All right, re- realistically. Can I see where that just came from? Yes, you look to your yeah. left and see Doris. Doris, you look at some right, arrows. Fair enough. <laughs> um, um, uh, and her- <laughs> just sort of look at her, look back at where the uh, where the handbag just went flying, um, and then look back at her and, and say, well, "Am I to assume then that you were the one who was screaming?" Um, no, I did not. Uh, what? I almost hit you with that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, that's all right. That's we'll work on your aim for next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harold, out of curiosity, what's your hit point total? Oh, uh, it's good. It's good. What is it? It's 11. <laughs> my, my, my total or my current? Your current. Uh, 11. Yeah, you would have been knocked out. You would have just yeah, been really hurt. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know how many bricks she's got in there. You would have taken. You would have taken a major wound, but damage. you wouldn't be dying. Yeah, it only yeah. takes one brick to murder someone. It's true. <laughs> Actually, That's why Supreme sold a brick that one time. Not that I know hey. that from personal experience. Anyone who might it, be listening or watching online, it only takes one brick and the overwhelming desire to use it. Again, not that I would know that. <laughs> Regardless. This is a good time to remind everyone that Final Show Films is an act of fiction. <laughs> no, Final Show Films is quite real. The Esoteric Literature Club of Whitechapel is an act of fiction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or is it? Dun, dun, dun. Gasp. Anyways. All right. Um, don't worry, I... we'll work on your aim for next time. Uh, do you hear that same scream, then? Yeah. Um, behind me, when uh, the lights went out, something's gone wrong with the electricity. Um, I don't know where anyone else went. They're right there in the room with me. Is is the light that I was seeing? Is that uh, uh, is that Doris's phone? No, it's the lights no, of the library. I, that Doris has turned on. I'd flip the switch on. Ah, okay, okay. Right, you went out in the uh, in the hallways, Will, and I lost track of young Jared. Hmm. I didn't think too much of that because he seems like the sort to go running off by himself. But uh... well, I had a thought. I've. I don't. Hmm. This must be clearly. It must be uh, some sort of like uh, a, these old houses are are full of the those um, uh, secret hidden staircases and stuff like that. We went down the the slide. So I was going to try and pull the lever again. Was I, I can't remember, was Harold in the library when you pulled the lever the first time? No. Uh, no. 
What yeah. lever is that then? The the pendulum that um, when Jared w- did his glass punching exhibition. Ah, right. Well, seeing as we've gotten rid of uh, Mr. Stone, uh, I'd agree with you. Why don't we give it another tug there? Jared yeah. glass puncher O'Connell. <laughs> yep. My favorite tribe of werewolves. <laughs> glass punchers. Yep. Um, <coughs> should we go? Uh, and I'll like head back in. Back. Right. Um, assuming it's light enough, um, he will turn off the pen light, but keep it handy. I know yeah. the, the library is well lit, as well lit as it was the last time you came in. It seems oh, interestingly, interestingly, you've determined that all of the candles in the library appear to be gas lit. Uh, um, hmm. my handbag. I. Oh. We'll go and fetch it unless she pushes. No, I will. I will (laughs) try and go faster than you. I don't want. Not a fast man. You certainly can. Yeah. Um. Well, now that I have my handbag, um, would you like to do the honors, or shall I? Uh. First, um, perhaps we should hold hands. In case, if it's a trap door or something like that, if one of us goes through it and the other one doesn't. That seems like the sort... No, you're right. We should do that. Um, and uh, Jesus Christ. Harold <laughs> will tuck, tuck his, uh, his cane. It's sort of, that, that pause is sort of a thoughtful look at Doris. And, and then he'll tuck his, his cane into the crook of his arm. Um, and then actually the other crook of his arm will hold that out to offer it. Uh, All right. To- <laughs> Doris will take that. Um, and then uh, we'll reach out uh, with his cane arm and pull the lever in the clock. You pull the pen, you grasp the pendulum, which until that point had been swinging merrily. Uh, and as you grasp it and pull about halfway up, you notice where the hinge is. As the pendulum is pulled outward, there's the sound of turning gears and sliding wood as the back of the grandfather clock slides open. Costly, pull the lever! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the same thing that happened before. Oh, um, did you all get a chance to look inside? I was going to look there when the scream happened. Looking at the passage, Harold, you firmly determined you would not fit through it. Um, Got to say, it looks like a bit of a tight squeeze for me in there. Hmm. Doris, you could fit, but it would be difficult. Well, maybe if I go, that... Hmm. Doesn't seem quite safe to go traipsing off after the last few times. What, where are the younger folks? Some of them are right scrawny. They could probably fit in there. They are. I don't know where any of them have gone. Oh, um... We're yeah. all by ourselves. <laughs> well, um... We could try calling them, or, uh... Pauses again. We could wait and see if they come back on their own. Yeah. They're... They're probably busy. Trying to find us, hopefully. Cut to a beach. America! <laughs> I am actually 
actually performing search and rescue work. Screw you. <laughs> no, you are. And it's yes, just I... that's a very thematic place to cut. No, it is. It is. America, <clears throat> in the distance, you see the you see between the lightning flashes the silhouette of Jared O'Connell struggling to make his way towards you using what appears to be a harpoon stabbing into the gra- into the ground as he goes. Yo, Jared. Lightning. Can I hear that over the storm? Make a listen check. I'll continue heading closer. It does seem evident that his head is down to protect against the whipping wind and rain. I'm walking. All right, then I'm pulling out my flashlight. And <laughs> oh, good, thinking, you didn't say gun. <laughs> no, I'm not stupid. My guns are away and unloaded until they need to be used. I do understand gun safety. Good. There is a bow on my back, but that's not important right now. Um, and just sort of flick the light a few times. Um, Give me a spot. America would thing. know some Morse code, but I don't. Certainly. you begin. So a relevant Morse code thing happens. Sorry. We're going to see if Jared sees it. Give me a spot hidden roll, Jack. Booyah! Jack, or Jared... As you're shielding your face, you suddenly have to shift your hand to shield from an additional light source, which seems weird to you, so you then unshield and look, and somebody seems to be rapidly flashing a floodlight at you in Morse code. About... 20, 30 yards ahead of you. Who's there?! Make a listen check, America. <laughs> And I will at that point turn it off because if he didn't see it, he didn't see it. Um, and it's probably less intimidating if I'm not shining a light in his face. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah. Over the success. over the roaring storm, you do indeed hear Jared, Jared call out who's there. GM? Yes? Would I happen to have uh, American colors thing for my a flashlight for just such occasions. <laughs> you know how you can like make patterns with flashlights make, with those little tools? Make me a luck roll. Okay. <laughs> you do indeed happen to have an American flag patterned uh, silk. Specifically for your, specifically designed to hook onto the front of your flashlight. It's for. I do that. It's for broadcasting. It's for broadcasting the American flag on the side of buildings at night. Yeah, I do that <laughs> on the cliff's face. It doesn't have to be super clear. The message Jared, is that's my name. Jared, the floodlight turns towards the cliff face, and you see the sparkling symbol of true freedom in the West. <laughs> Ben and Jerry's? Close. That's okay. the second. The American flag. <laughs> I prefer Enough for the me. Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. <laughs> you can. My character doesn't. Also, the Ben and Jerry's logo would not work good in flag form. It Probably not. It, no, no, no. Um, or in flashlight also, form. I'm a, also, yeah. Basket Robbins is clearly Jared. superior regardless. <laughs> You, you so, shut your mouth. <laughs> Burn so the air. We have such good local ice cream in Portland. 
anyway you're not wrong there true local is usually better um yeah that's good enough for jared he's just gonna keep moving forward until he after a few minutes after a few (laughs) minutes of rough terrain the two of you reconvene on a rocky outcropping of the beach jesus fucking christ this is no place for a hike it probably wouldn't be that bad except for the storm and the you're not wearing hiking clothes. Yeah. At roughly well, this point, the two of you hear the sound of the Coast Guard siren in the bay. No, not the bay, the channel. <laughs> as it approaches the coastline. I do the appropriate thing with my flashlight to signal we're here because we told them that You signal, they signal back, and as the ship begins to turn around, a lightning bolt strikes the Coast Guard ship, which is immediately engulfed in flame as it begins to sink into the channel. Hey, Jahan, on the radio. (laughs) Uh, yes. Can you call the Coast Guard for the Coast Guard? Their boat's on fire. There is... About two seconds pause. <clears throat> I'm sorry, come again. I think lightning struck the Coast Guard boat. Lightning struck the boat. I'm going to, I don't know if we have cell reception out here, try and text him a video. You, yes, you have plenty of cell reception. Yeah. After a few moments, Jahan, you get a short video of a Coast Guard ship going down in flames. And, John, because this probably, I'm assuming this is too far out into rocky of water for me to swim to it. It would not be wise to swim in this weather. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm not, <clears throat> I'm brave. I'm not dumb. Jared is, as that lightning bolt goes off and strikes the Coast Guard boat, sending it to the bottom of the English channel is just going to sort of give a nod and say, okay, and wait for the next lightning strike and see if he can find his stalker. You, after a few moments, there's another flash of lightning and that silhouette still appears off in the distance. And I'm just going to gesture at it like <laughs> the fuck did you do that for? America, you see Jared gesturing at something in the distance. Do you look, Try and look where that is. You look off in the direction, there doesn't seem to be anything. He just seems to be gesturing wildly. Anyway, how far away are we from more or less stable ground and better environment? General estimate, John. Mm, you've roughly you roughly met about halfway, so you're about five miles back from the port, from the dock right now. Uh, the okay. you noticed you noticed that the terrain got particularly rough about two miles back. Yeah. So two miles before you get to smoother terrain. Two miles to easy hiking, however many miles John said, and to who the coast. Okay. Well. By the time they get another boat out, we'll probably have already gotten there. So, yeah, I vote we keep going. Yeah. Um, also, I've got a stalker back there. Who Cool. You want a better weapon or are you going to stick with the harpoon? I, I have, have a whip 
a lasso oh, uh, uh, character player checking their inventory a shotgun a carbine and a let's go with crossbow pick your points let's go with the, you came loaded for bear which i approve of let the i'll take the shotgun here you go as you, you told say me that, you just dragged yourself out of a murder house as you uh, say of course that phrase, i came with everything as you say that phrase jared you suddenly and er- and irrevocably hope there is not a bear nearby <laughs> I mean, given this current state of wildlife in the British Isles, I'm assuming it's semi-similar, so fairly unlikely. Not they impossible. Can really well. Not impossible. Not that well. But probably very unlikely, at least. Back at the car. <laughs> Jahan, watching this video John of the ship going opens down. up recent contacts, goes back to the last number called, <laughs> and calls the ghost guard. Again. You call, and I'm assuming, how do you explain to the coast guard that their ship got yes, wrecked? Uh, hello. Um, it's me again. Um, <laughs> you may recall I was, maybe it wasn't you, I don't know, but I, I, I had called about the, um, the, uh, person <laughs> stranded outside, down off of a cliff. Um, well, I don't know quite how to tell you this, <laughs> but we appear to have witnessed your, um, your Coast Guard boat blew up because of <laughs> lightning. The person on the other end of the sorry. phone informs you. <laughs> the sorry is perfect. Uh, that they are aware that the ship has gone down and have sent out a crew to rescue what remains. Oh, wonderful. I just, okay, good. I, I wasn't sure if... You know, equipment had been damaged. You wouldn't have known. So, good. You know. Then, um, carry right, on. Bye then. Ah, <laughs> oh, the most British call. <laughs> I like that because it definitely could have been a real thing or an episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, it totally could have, yes. Like, like that could have happened in an episode of Doctor Who. Hello, sorry, me again. Um... <laughs> Your rescue vessel is in need of its own rescue vessel. Although, to be fair, in that case, it would have been the Doctor, probably. I right. mean, or oh, you what's Rory Stat's name? What? Wilfred? Oh, Rory Stat. No. Rory's dad, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. No, Mr. Weasley, that's his name. Yes, that is the proper name for that person. Anyway. Meanwhile, Campbell. as America and Jared, their path now mostly lit by the burning remains of a, of a Coast Guard vessel, Get make me. their way down the beach. Harold and Doris. You are alone in a library with Doris's secret passage open before you. You are the worst person. You are the worst fucking person. Secret tunnel, secret tunnel. 
I would I would imagine unless Doris has taken a stronger hand in the conversation, which she may very well have done, we're probably cutting back to Harold sitting sort of awkwardly in a chair near to Doris and then going and then uh, last spring we I decided I'd try a different varietal out uh, with roses, but that one just couldn't seem to get going. So um uh, something, some form of butter, I can't imagine. I remember thinking to myself, oh, Julia Child would have liked this one, but uh, uh, couldn't get any much, much buds out of that one. So um, not sure what we'll be, what I'll be doing this coming spring, but uh, considering some options. It's, uh, nice what about- to hear. it's nice to hear a doctor talking about his weed grow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's my card. It says Dr. Toboggan. Um, <laughs> um, what about you? Um, much, much gardening. Sorry. Uh, once I get going on the, uh, on the old front garden, it's, it's tough to get me to stop. Oh, it's very, uh, that's quite all right. <laughs> Uh, look, oh look. my fucking god! I enjoy when you get excited. <laughs> but thanks. This is the greatest single conversation in the history of Final <laughs> Show. Just have to say it. But how about you? Um, much of a green thumb, have you? No, I'm afraid not. I haven't had much practice, unfortunately. Um, my previous husband and I traveled around quite a bit, so not enough time to, to get anything to grow. But I'm hoping, now that I've settled and, and have this new place and, and I'm meeting new people, uh, to allow something new to flourish. That sounds like a lovely, lovely tongue. Um, did quite a bit of, of travel back in the days of the service, but after coming home and getting involved in private practice and uh, after our Deirdre and I uh, had, our, had our eldest, uh, wasn't much time to travel. What was your favourite place that you've ever been? Oh, my goodness. Um... I went to Cornwall once. We stayed on a cliff, um, like a, 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 a campground overlooking a cliff. And it was, that was with my first husband. Um, and we woke up early one morning and went and saw the sunset. That sounds lovely. Um, how many... No, never mind. Um, Two. Uh, <laughs> sorry, rude of me to ask. That's quite all right. Uh, if you don't mind my asking, um, and I'm sorry to hear it, of course, but uh, how'd they pass? Um, well, uh, you like you to have two husbands already. Well, no, but. Uh, as I try and remember, hang on a sec. I gotta look at my backstory again. <laughs> I was desperately checking for my <laughs> yep. wife and child's name. I was just yep, gonna yep. let you. I was just gonna let you guys keep talking. <laughs> this is good. Um, do do do. Uh, well, Harry Harry had an accident. Um, but uh, Robert died of of lung cancer. Two. Four years ago, 
It was, of course, tragic, but. That's a terrible way to go. Or Deirdre was cancer as well. Mm. Well, it's, it's uh, again, I appreciate you inviting me to the uh, literature club. It's been good to have, uh, have a reason to get out and meet new people. I uh, never much mastered at doing that. So having an excuse to do it, it's been uh, rather nice. Uh, Speaking of traps and secret doors or no. Speaking of getting out and meeting new people, Jahan. Yep. <laughs> Wait, who am I getting out and meet? I am not getting out of this fucking car. <laughs> if, it sets a, if it catches on fire. As you are sitting. I'm staying in the car. As you are sitting in the car, a bright light suddenly illuminates the front dash. You are unable to see through it as there is a bright light shining in your face. But something is certainly standing outside the car. America and Jared, you've made it back to the car as your floodlight <laughs> clearly illuminates that it is not on, and Jahan is sitting inside the passenger seat. I'll go up and rap on the Bye. window. Hey, we made it back. Oh, oh, very good. Um, I called the coast Probably going to need to manually unlock it. Here's the complicated and specific mechanism that's for some reason different in every model of car. It's a little knob you have to pull up on the door. Great, wonderful. Um, call the Coast Guard. Um, Did you tell them that their ship went down? Yes, they knew. Oh, okay. But I mean, yes. Appreciated. So. They did appreciate the call, so. Good. Well, Larson. You all right? Lost a little blood. I'll be okay. I'm assuming this... A little chilly. Sit down in the back. I've got a first aid kit. I'm assuming this conversation occurs while while doors are unlocked and opened and people yes. are Yeah. <laughs> nope, I'm not letting them in until we've had this conversation. <laughs> Over the walkie-talkie. As America just fiddles for the keys. <laughs> no, I probably would have left the keys, huh? Yeah, I mean, the car was running, so I assume the keys yeah. were left in it, unless it's my car, in which well, case. The keys were left in it. Okay. Yeah. So, looking at Jared, for the most part, he's fine. There are simply a few cuts on his hand from where he stuck it okay. into a drain. Uh, and uh, a, few bra- a, few, <laughs> a few bruises that are slightly bleeding from falling on the ground. Mostly, the damage is exposure. Cool. Yeah. So it'd probably be nice to get the car running, huh? Yes, it would be. I mean, All turning right. the key in the ignition usually works. Conceivably. Or is this a different power. thing? No, oh. it lost power. Well, let's try that, and I'll go look under the hood. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. If that doesn't work... uh we could ask the fisherman if he's got, I don't know. Can you jump something with a like spare battery? Yeah. Usually. Yep. Okay. The battery cool. Hard. America would know that. See if he's got a spare battery or something we can jump the car with. You go look under the hood. You turn the key. Not even the sound of the starter come, uh, uh, turning over occurs. The battery is well and truly dead. Well, that's not good. Uh, okay. Was the battery in good repair before today? 
Uh, you hadn't had to repair it for a while, so you'd assume so. Okay. That's fine. Um, I'm not even a car guy, and I'm going at repair the battery. <laughs> I don't know any I, of this, so I'm just taking everything is, you guys say as the truth in this setting. I accept that you're getting it wrong. John, no excuse. <laughs> I. It's almost as if the words I choose are very particular. <laughs> And design. Uh, here's here's the thing. We could we could push the car out into the channel, and since we've seen that lightning strikes basically everything out there, I'm sure that'd be enough to jump the car. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare! I'm gonna go talk to the crazy guy. You need backup on that? Or are you good? You wanna come? I haven't pointed the shotgun at anybody. Why not? Please don't. I won't. All right, I'll walk back out to where there was a guy with a pope in the pope in the rain with a pipe in the rain. Pope in the rain. You walk. To, you walk back over onto the pier. The fisherman. Uh, the three of you walk back onto the pier. The fisherman appears to not be around, though his boat still exists. All right, I'll knock on his. <clears throat> you said there was a little hut there. This is a little hutch. Yeah. As you knock the door. Creaks open. There is no light inside, and apparently no fisherman. Like on a flashlight, just to get a view. Yeah, of the clicking interior. on my flashlight. I'm not stepping in right now, but I am looking. Is it like a one-room shack? It look. It, there appears to be. It's a fairly small shack, but it does appear to have two rooms. Um, but there is no door between the two, so you can look straight through to the other side. Okay. From the front door. Does either seem like they have the kind of equipment I would need to jump a car? Mostly, it seems it does seem to be a repair shack. There is certainly plenty of mechanical aspects. You'd have to actually search through it to see if there's a battery. And there's no, nothing immediately apparent says battery. Cool. It's I'll, not like Hitman, where car batteries are the only square things. Yeah. No. Cool. I'll go in and help look. <laughs> yeah. All three of you go into the hut. I do. I'm genre savvy enough to know you don't be you. You don't let yourself be the sole person that that stays behind. Okay, so all three of you go into the hut. Isn't there also a genre savvy thing about going into rickety huts by yourselves? It's not. Oh, quite, absolutely. It's not quite as bad when you enter as a group. <laughs> it's a minimized. Down. This is this is risk assessment. <laughs> which My is favorite worse. quote about Red Dead Redemption Two is nothing good ever happens in shacks. It's true. <laughs> nothing good ever happens in shacks or houses. But the, but there is the law of conservation of trauma of physical trauma. So every that's fair. And I really want to get into a fight because I am the only person who took combat stats. Literally every house in Red Dead Redemption 2 is a horror story waiting to happen. Or that has already happened. Every uh, single yeah. one. I just yesterday found the poet's cabin up near Annisburg. <laughs> where the bear is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you haven't found the mad scientist house yet, have you? Uh, oh, I know about this one. I won't say anything. Yeah, um, yeah. I also, a... I, I, I have. I followed that one through. <laughs> Don't want to spoil anything. Sorry, sorry, no, we're distracting. Fine. We're Anyways. hoping for a car battery, not a mad scientist. Uh, car battery I got and cables. news for you. Uh, I have cables. I'm almost oh, certain okay. that, like, just yeah, by the nature no, of America's sense. behavior and profession. Yeah, you definitely. If you've have got cables, cables, then we're good. You've definitely because I have a car. 
Yes, 10 yeah. miles back. So, oh, I guess this discussion can probably happen before we enter the shack real quick. Yeah, I don't really want to force Jared to walk back like 10 miles in the rain. Oh, right, right, right. But Sorry. you're Sorry. absolutely right that if we can't find anything, either we send someone back for the car, maybe we call someone. Do you know anyone that lives in this part of town other than the one who's disappeared? Fuck no. Uh -huh. I know a repair guy that works. I guess not. Anyways. Let's see what we can find here. Yeah, good call. So, while the three of you enter into the cabin and begin your search, Harold Does and Doris... Does exist in the UK? I don't know. There's an equivalent. Oh. Harold and Doris. You're still in the yep. library. As have at any point either of you looked at your phone? Nope. Nope. Definitely not. Good to know. <laughs> so, continue your conversation. Yep. Yep. What is, what, I would say, what is Doris talking about? Um. Oh goodness. Uh, she's trying to steer the conversation away from dead exes. <laughs> that's decidedly not the mood she's going for here um it probably veered briefly into children and then confirmed yep. that doris had none and then yep. veered in whatever direction doris would want to send yes it. um so i guess oh goodness i had a thought actually um if <laughs> Well, if we're if we're in a secret passage behind a bookcase, mm -hmm. perhaps there is no other way out besides that door. Or we could stay here, and you could kiss me. Bum bum bum! <laughs> Sorry, I had to ruin the moment. Yeah. Harold has. A moment where he he uh, blinks and and uh, and says, uh, "Sorry, I know that's quite forward, but oh, I think I've had enough of secret passages for one day, uh, and then we'll go in for the kiss." Yes. Okay. <laughs> As Doris and Harold begin to make out passionately in the library, <laughs> lightning strikes. You feel, the two of you feel the, thum, the thunder reverberate through the library and yourselves. But, but what is happening literally and not figuratively, John? <laughs> both things happen. Uh, <clears throat> I need both of you to make me luck rolls. Oh, oh boy. I was like, there's a whole lot of stuff you could be asking us to roll. <laughs> make sanity roll. <laughs> luck is right there. Yep. Good. Nope. Oh. I won. I missed it by one. Oh, I God. missed it by one. Well, when only one person is getting lucky tonight, and it's not Harold. Uh, Harold, as as you begin to officiate your passions with Miss Doris Foster Young. Officiate your passions. <laughs> what is this phrase? You feel a sudden you feel a sudden tightening in your leg as a muscle cramp comes on in your wounded leg. <laughs> that's that's how this happens. <laughs> yeah. 
and um, which which sends you into enough pain that you have to pull away and fall off the couch you were sitting on. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> That's what happens when you fail a luck roll by one. Because <laughs> you failed your luck roll by one. By one? Yeah. <laughs> so, just to be clear, Mantis, <laughs> Harold bails out like <laughs> diving for cover or no 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 you just like the your leg jerks from the pain and you have to All stand right. you try to stand up to relieve the pain and you fail to stand up basically so there's a there's a there's a moment of sort of low moaning in Harold's throat that probably is misinterpreted at first <laughs> um, and um, he will um, try as 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 well as possible, which probably is not very well given the failed role, uh, to disentangle himself uh, for for a moment uh, and uh, push himself to his feet. Doris, you are left unfulfilled. <laughs> Harold, what's oh, wrong? Uh, sorry, um, that was absolutely lovely. And I um, would like to spend more time, uh, but uh, I, I'm, I'm afraid it's an old war wound acting up. And as I you, just need to stretch for a moment. Um, as you reach into your pocket for some pain relievers, which are the, which you have <laughs> which you have on handy, mild pain relievers to help with the muscle crapping of your injury. Well, body. and I will also point out from Doris's perspective, as he reaches into his pocket for some pills. <laughs> you find. Uh, I think Doris needs to make some sort of roll to see if she believes him, because she's like. <laughs> make a psychology roll. Okay. This is, this is, she reads people. This is what she does, so. As you do, you find that the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, you can certainly tell that this is, this is not a pulling away out of a desire, but oh, rather a okay. physical need. Mm -hmm. uh, as you pull out your, your bottle, your small bottle of painkillers, Harold, you realize you may have applied them a bit too vivid, a bit too freely, as you are currently empty. Ah, um, uh, well, um, perhaps, uh, perhaps we should. Mm, yes, uh, don't worry. I've got more in the car, though. No, no fear there. Uh, perhaps, uh, perhaps we might take a moment and uh, uh, stretch our legs and, and remove ourselves to somewhere uh, ultimately more private. Uh, this auction ought to be winding up relatively soon anyway, yes? That's very true. Um, he will reach down a hand to, uh, to Doris to offer her a hand She'll up. She'll take it, yes. I, I, I'm really, really disappointed that Doris didn't say, that's okay, I'm an exhibitionist. And we'll, I suppose, head, head, for, the, head for the hallway. Uh, although we'll stop uh, after they're both standing, and if the pain in my in Harold's leg will allow, um, we'll go in for one more brief kiss before they get out into the hallway. As long as you're leaning on the opposite leg, it'll be fi it's fine enough for one brief kiss. <laughs> though you imagine that any strenuous activity will aggravate the leg further. Just need to do some vigorous stretching first. <laughs> 
I know some vigorous stretching. Good luck getting down the stairs. I know what John was making allusions to, but like <laughs> of the activities, stairs. Ah, uh, no. yes. Stairs uh, your legs nice. don't work. Our, when, our when party's nemesis in this campaign. When, you're, when your leg is in pain, yes, stairs are very difficult. You begin, you step out into the darkened hallway, once again realizing that the rest of the house is dark aside from the library. Oh, the power must have, must be on a different circuit. Must be, you seem somewhat odd. Uh, you think they, they might have started the auction and then shut down the electricity to, to sort of focus everyone into the auction area. Possibly. I'll turn the pen light, uh, pen light back on. Maybe that's where the rest of the group is. With the auction. That would make sense to me. Um, you think we all check in? Oh, yes, I guess. I suppose so. Um, she'll look at her phone for the first time. As you look at your phone and power it on, I need you to make a sanity roll, as it seems oh. to be four hours later than you recall it being. Cool. Exciting. <clears throat> no. You definitively understand that the amount you definitively understand the amount of time you spent talking with Harold the amount of time that you spent ex investing in the grandfather clock and the amount of time you spent looking for others at the beginning does not add up to the extra four hours you seem to have lost in addition to 1d4 worth of sanity points oh great all right 1d4 two Um, that lost track of time. Um, it's Doris, if I may. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> yep. Stand back, everybody. Yes. Holy shit. We're using first names now. <laughs> We seem to have lost some time. Um, must have just gotten out of... <sighs> yes, we lost track of time in the library. It, it's much later than I supposed it was. Perhaps the auction is already gone. Um, is it like... Cause we, what time did we get there? You like, got there. It... You got there at seven. Ooh. The auction was at ten. It's Ooh. currently one o'clock. In the morning. Yes. Oh. It's. It's past midnight. Oh, Doris, I. Uh... I will say, I, I also feel as though I've been losing track of time, but... Uh, oh, hell, it is um, uh, Harold, I need my you to God. also make a sanity roll. Yeah. As you suddenly realize the amount of time you've lost. So I just want to pop in and be like, it's hilarious to me that it's sanity rolls because you lost a few hours, and I'm just like, that's Tuesday. You woke up several hours later. So, or without realizing any time had passed and the lights were off. If the if the if the roll had been a success, that would have been the exact reaction. Oh, oh, I must have just lost. I it. know it's just so normal in my life. But with the failure, it becomes no. I know for certain exactly how much time I've spent, and it doesn't match up. Which is why Harold also takes a one d four. 
Of well, what we're saying, Aaron, is you wow. very, very well in, in, in Cthulhu world. Yeah, yeah you, you roll very really well on your regular sanity checks. <laughs> no, I think just that specific instance, if it required a sanity check, I'd already be insane, and that's why it's happening. <laughs> Sorry. No, Sorry. So, the two of you... I very, very well understand the fact that you have lost some hours. We should probably hurry and go find the others then, or... I, I certainly think we should. Um, if it were just one of us, I, I might be concerned, but uh, with, with both of us, I think something else is going on here. Um, this, just to be certain, this isn't the sort of thing that normally occurs at these literature club meetings, is it? No. All right. I, I figured you might have mentioned, but just to be certain. Definitely not the kissing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so the time loss, that, that's, uh, that's to be expected. Also not but, that. Uh, no, uh, that, that also usually doesn't happen. Um, well... I suppose there's always the scientific method to verify what's exactly causing it or not causing it. And he'll go in for another kiss. <laughs> wow. Listen, they're never going to find the us. The is weird. We're all going just... Two of you continue you to make out... your phones. Fucking use them. Harold <laughs> checked his watch. Continue to make out in the hallway. To be yep. fair... It's been like four hours. They probably think we left. <laughs> yeah, that's also fair. Anyways. Do we lose four more hours? You do not this? lose four more hours. I mean, days. that depends on you people. We lose a significant amount of time. Oh, we know exactly where that time went. Um, <laughs> it's not lost. It's been appropriated. There's a difference. <laughs> it's been used wisely. <laughs> Are there any windows in this hallway or nearby? Uh, at the end of the hallway, there is one where you can see the occasional flash of light as the storm continues to rage outside. Um, why, why don't we try to find our way downstairs and maybe look outside, see if the others have already left us? Your leg. Um, and Harold will, I think, at this point, finally take out his phone and check and see if there are any messages. You have no missed calls. Oh, well, he couldn't have been looking too hard for us. <laughs> you fuck right off. <laughs> no, um, your leg, though. Uh, right, but, uh, not a terrible amount we can do for it in here. Mm, no. I could go down to the... You went with Jared to... to get medical supplies would that help oh right uh, might not be a terrible idea um, to go and uh, and see what's there um, right not bad at all I am I know basic first aid but um, what would be useful uh, paracetamol or uh, Basic pain medications, ibuprofen. Right. Vodka. <laughs> um, 
as long as it's on as long as it's along the same level uh, probably not much to be lost there um right. i'll come with you as well um does the hallway look the same oh yeah. Is the, I thought the, okay, maybe I'm misunderstanding the geography. Is the medical wing or wherever they went on the same level? It's on or the third floor. Up. Yeah, it's We're up. on the second. Perhaps you ought not to risk the stairs. Hmm. Um, well, I, appreciate, I appreciate the sentiment, but all things considered, I think I'd rather deal with a bit of discomfort in my leg than have the two of us split up in a... I uh, need you to have house. that leg for later. <laughs> Hold on. And again, I appreciate that, but uh, I am a I'd rather I'd rather have all of you. Harold, to not that. go. Give a persuasion check. Would this be charm? Yeah, it could be charm. You could, char okay. you could be charming. All right. You're, you're specifically referencing. No, split the party. <laughs> not the new one. It, 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 Doris. It seems to your mind that. Harold is pretty adamant about not letting you out of his sight right now. Mm. Potentially because of safety concerns, potentially because you may have riled him up a bit too much. Ah, <laughs> this does tend to happen. <laughs> oh, no, not again. <laughs> oh, no, not again. Yep. Well, oh. I suppose in that case... We'll go slowly and hang on to each other. Hold on to each other. Those are generally the ways you want to do it the first time, at least. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Head toward the stairs and attempt to not let Harold die. <laughs> the two of you walk briskly towards the stairs. Meanwhile, back in the cottage, or the hut or shack, as it were... Could I have spot hidden rolls from Jahan, America, and Jared? Yes, yeah. give me one second. Unless there's something else you think would be appropriate for searching for a battery. Boom, <laughs> terrible. Oh, God. Welcome back to Jared's rolling. Yep. Uh, spot hidden. Oh, yeah, because we're all so great at that, right? Yes. Um, Excellent. You're experts at it by this point. No, wait, no, that's that's after. <laughs> yes. Hey, I'm wow. Team dice curse. Fuck yeah. Fucking wow. <laughs> we you both stick both, our brother. head. We both stick our head <laughs> in individual holes on the exact opposite of the cab that we can't get our heads out of. <laughs> No. I figured we both just opened up the same foot locker and tried to cram ourselves into it at once. You all three find the battery at the same time. Oh, okay, good. The difference being that Jahan and Jared are approaching the battery from opposite angles while America is standing slightly back <laughs> and sees this about to happen but doesn't say anything as Jared and Jahan slam into each other headfirst. I am Don't not still holding Jared. the harpoon currently, however, so we're good there at least. No, you're just holding a shotgun. Right. But it's, I have that slung over my shoulder the, like a smart person. It's the it's the it's the comedy bit in every movie where two people are looking very closely at things on the same table and going around at the same time <laughs> without realizing where the other one is. With uh, still without saying anything, America's going to walk over, pick up the car battery and start walking back to the car. 
Sorry. Quite all right. Sorry. And Jared literally just ah. puts his hand down on something random and grabs it like he needed it and walks out, having no real idea what he just picked up. And you watch Jared walk away holding a Phillips head screwdriver. Yes. Okay. Good to know. You can stab people with those if you need to. Exiting the cabin, you reapproach the car and begin the arduous process of either recharging or replacing the battery. Which would you like to do? Whichever one is more relevant to this situation, because I'm pretty sure that's not how car batteries work. But no, so is it, is it, knows is it you can right. You can absolutely just replace if it's the right size, which it happens to be. Yes. You absolutely okay. can just replace the battery yeah. and hook things up, or that's you can try the easier to way them. to do it. Cool. We'll Trying to recharge it thing. is pointlessly wasting of time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, if it's the same model battery, then yeah. We'll just be... Toink, 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 toink. Funk, toink. All right. Oh, look, we've dropped... Look, we, we've done horrible ecological damage to the grass that we just threw the battery on. Oh, I well. I throw it in I the have, channel. I have trash bags and probably, like, really good trash bags in the back of my truck. So someone... Someone... Give me a mechanic repair roll with two bonus die for the assistance of the other two. Does anybody um, have more than a 10? <laughs> what is this? Mech mechanic mech, mech repair. Uh, I am moderately certain that I do not have points in mech repair. I don't have points in mech repair. No, I, I do not. points in ride. <laughs> all right, I'll just do it then since we're all the same. No, actually, I won't. I know how I roll in this game. Somebody all else right. fuck this up. You know what? I didn't roll a fumble last time. Let me see if the curse shreds so, to me. Using the purple though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. So it's going to take you a while to get it back in place, but you do make the progress of replacing the battery. Yeah. Let's just try their phones one more time. And disconnected is disconnected, but All just right. in case. I'll give him a call. Who are you calling, Jared? I'm calling Harold. Harold, as you and Doris approach the staircase, your phone begins to ring. Oh, trapped. <laughs> Jared, oh. it's ringing. I got it. I got a ring. Uh, oh, that's wonderful. good. Harold will pull out the phone, uh, take a look, look at Doris, and say, uh, "You recognize this number?" Um, and hold it up because he doesn't have anybody's names programmed. Uh, in. Yes, I. Yeah, you have Jared's number. You know who that is. Oh, that's Jared. Oh, um, all right. Uh, here, excuse me, just just a moment, um, and he'll answer. Hello, Doctor Crossley. Oh, hey, Doc, you're back. We we lost track of you there for a bit. Everything okay? Uh, yes, I suppose so. Um, seems we lost track of time. Um, how's your hand? Use protection. Man? <laughs> How about you? Been punching through any more glass-fronted things, or are you letting your hand heal up first? Yeah, we'll talk about the medical condition later, because there was chum involved. Can I hear this at all, or is... Nah, I don't know how loud uh, you have the phone, Harold. It's, it's, it's not on speaker, but it probably has turned up pretty loud. If you have okay. your head to his head, absolutely. <laughs> yep. You're a horrible person. 
Um, but uh, we're trying to get the car fixed right now. We're about 10 miles out. I, oh, well, I'm afraid you lost me there. It was something about chum, and then the car is broken. And, and um, what happened with the auction? Um, everything go all right there? I missed that because I was up to my shins plus Hey, Jared, viscera. put the phone on speaker or if you don't know the answers. Okay, here. Hang- Shit, that to put him on hold. Beep. There we go. Okay. Hello. Ah, uh, the rest of us are all here. You hear it over the Excellent. sound of a storm. Hi, Harold. How are you? I am well, Doctor. Um, I was just asking uh, young Jared there uh, how uh, the auction took off. Did we find anything useful for the club? John, what's the name of the guy? Please, Reginald. Yes. The incredibly average president. Found it. Yes. Yeah. Um, we took off. Uh, Jared got eaten by the floor and then ended up at the bottom of the cliff. So we went to go rescue him in the middle of a fucking store room that it set a rescue boat on fire. That is all. Actually, it, it might sound ridiculous, but it is all surprisingly accurate. By the way, why'd you disconnect your phones like at the service level? I I can give you some privacy, but just turn them off. Uh, Harold looks over at at Doris confused and and, and will put his phone on speaker as well. um, And will say, I'm not sure what you mean about disconnection. We've been here and uh, seem to have had service the, uh, the old time. When we lost track of you back in Staircase, Jahan? Uh, yes, Staircase. Lost track of you at the Staircase. We also lost track of Doris. Uh, then it's in the library. Then uh, there was we a screen. to call you, but, well, your phones were, like, actually disconnected. It was the insert correct beep sound here because I'm not yeah. trying. Yeah, it was the disconnected <laughs> tone. The audio. Yeah. It must be um, something in the house. It With the brick or... I'm sorry. Um, did, did you just say there's something in the house that causes the phone companies particular, we have disconnected this line. That's... And, and- and are you guys not in the house right now? Where are you? That's no, fucking are. insane. No way. offense. And then uh, Reginald saw you guys leave shortly before the auction. Yes, that too. Nope, we haven't been out of the house. Uh, the best of my recollection, um, young Jared and I were leaving the medical suite, and then uh, the light went out, and I heard the sound uh, as of someone who was walking down a stairway. Um, and expected there to be 15 stairs, but instead there were 14 or 16 uh, at the top. And uh, Yeah, I heard that right when I lost you. America makes a... Also, a, that's a, a lewd gesture to indicate how they feel that this was this actual what was actually going on <laughs> um it, it, you know you heard the same sound as soon as i heard it um all the lights had gone out and uh jared you disappeared oh, okay yeah i didn't have any lights go out but you were just 
Well, that might go hand in hand with what what uh, what happened next. Um, and he'll again sort of cover up the phone and turn to Doris and say, "Should we tell him about the time?" Yes. Um, they must know. It must have happened to them too. Um, yeah. Uh, after we lost you, then we kind of poked around a little bit, and the auction hadn't finished yet, so we went down to the wine cellar to see if there was anything interesting down there. And I fell down a sluiceway into an abattoir full of rotten viscera. Uh, from from where in the house was that? Wine cellar. Please don't take that route. I don't feel like making the trek back to rescue you two as well. Yeah, if you find any of those weird star symbols carved into rocks in the floor, don't touch them. I've I've had quite enough of uh, unexpected uh, in passageways today. But um, no, um, oh. Uh, Doris, would you do the honors? I'm not sure if I'm a... uh, going to describe it quite exactly. We don't uh, need to hear a description of what you guys were up to. Not at all, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're good there. We're quite fine. We have I our don't know what you're talking time, about. I know. I don't know what, what on earth you're talking about. We lost track of... Course of course you don't. We... And, and, and uh, Jared just takes his phone back. It's still on speaker, but he's obviously texting something. <laughs> Doris, about three minutes later, you get an eggplant emoji, several drops of water, and then the thumbs up symbol. Three minutes? That's a really long text. That's a hell of a long time. I'm I'm fucking storm. Have you ever tried to text when it's raining like more than a little bit? (laughs) Because I live somewhere where it does rain. Yeah. It's hard. It is. No, that's true. It is hard. It's not that hard to make a call, but texting is hard. It is hard, but enough about Harold. (laughs) <laughs> Harold, Harold, is 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 Doris jumping in to explain the time? Uh, no, she'll let him do it. Um, and then Harold says, uh, "No, that that's exactly the problem. Um, it seems like in that time period after we both heard the scream, and for me the lights went out, four hours had passed." Jared, you get a smiley Good face and a, and a wink. <laughs> <laughs> right well, after well, the comment about well, four hours, right? Well, well, yeah. well, nicely done there, Doc. I wouldn't have believed it, but okay. <laughs> I wouldn't have believed it either, but there's just something about this mansion. We need to to change. Say no more. Aesthetic is your own thing, man. Once again, having an entirely different conversation (laughs) than everyone else. We need to change the description of this from a Call of Cthulhu horror (laughs) role playing game to a Call of Cthulhu sex comedy. (laughs) (laughs) The sex comedy is necessary for the various other things that happen. (laughs) Well, given that. Why don't you get out of the creepy house with a murder basement real quick? We're trying. Uh, Harold <laughs> hurt his leg. That oh, okay. Um, and I gather. Did you not stretch? Doc, was it the right leg, the left leg, or the center one? 
Yeah. Carol hangs up <laughs> <laughs> and looks at looks at Doris and says, "Right, I've had just about enough of that one for a while." Oh, that was bloody good, mate. <laughs> um. So should we drive back? I assume we need to drive back anyway. Your car, yeah, because there. there's other vehicles and stuff. But yeah. Done is the <sighs> yes. Mostly done uh, over the point. course of this conversation, yes, you have gotten the battery replaced. Cool. Trying the car again. It turns on. Yep. And then explodes. No, it doesn't explode. <laughs> no, but it does have somehow magically sink into the English Channel. <laughs> <laughs> That's only if you hit the gas right now. Oh, okay. No, I will unpark and head the correct direction head back to the manor all right two the three of you are heading back to the manor harold and doris you guys are at a flight of stairs yes um all right uh we had talked about going up though is so is the first floor the ground floor here yes Yes. it might just be easier to go just downstairs if they're going to be coming up now I'd agree. I, I'd rather see if we can get out uh, rather than walking around upstairs and potentially losing more time. Yes. Um, all right. Well, I take off my shoes. All right. Um, I think I'm just going to leave these here. They're ruined. I have another pair at home. Um, here, let me help you. All right, one of you make a climb check with a bonus die. Okay, I'll try it. Here we go. I mean, I've heard of a lot of different rules nope. for sex, but that cool. is that is the strangest yet most oddly appropriate one so, ever. I don't currently have my glasses on. Was that actually a 69? Yes, yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> it is. I'm so proud of my dice. <laughs> Fortunately, the stairs are pretty sturdy going down, and you don't have any problems uh, going down the stairs, other than Harold's leg limping. <laughs> I should have seen that one coming. I don't get that. That one. That's why I'm so mad. That one. That one I should have seen coming. There wasn't a pun. There wasn't a pun there. Going down. Oh, there it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. There it was. I that think was your definitely. narrator voice for this just constantly implies that there is some something suggestive happening. Yes, that Good. is true. I mean, that's that fair. Yeah. <laughs> As the two of you reach the bottom of the stairs and the first floor, you find yourselves in what appears to be some form of abandoned manor. Also, the stream has been gifted 1,100 and 110 bits, I think? Hey! Whoa! From hey. Dragon... Thank you! Wait, Thank what? You. Yes, 1,100 Subway bits. Thank you, by the Subway, eat fresh. Uh, <laughs> and 110 regular bits from Dragon Repairman. Thanks. Thank you very much. Uh... <clears throat> I that that completely threw me off of my narration. We're at the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> Thank you. You found yourselves. Manor. You found yourselves in what seems to be an abandoned manor. There is a there is a counter where sales were being finalized for things. The auction room that you turn to your left and see uh, has been left open and emptied. All the lights are off, and there appears to be nobody here. 
Um, Harold looks around and says, well, things considered, uh, I think we probably ought to see if we can see our way out of here and uh, yes. hang on to, hang on to the, 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 the uh, various pieces of interest. Uh, we can always oh. contact the estate at a, at a later time, but uh, unless course. you have a burning desire to see if we can settle up before heading out. Mm. The, the car is still there. I think they'd rather us leave at this at this hour. <laughs> now, does it look the same as it did this morning, other than it being or, or this afternoon, other than it being dark and all the lights are out? Give me a luck roll. Okay, because I've done so well with that so far. You mean basically abandoned as in empty or abandoned as in derelict, right? Nice. Yeah. Extreme yeah. luck. You are extremely lucky, and the house appears to be relatively the same as it was earlier, simply abandoned by all the people that were inside it as they have left. Okay. Right. Well. All right. Uh, is the, can we get to the front door? Absolutely. I'm sorry, Mara, I cut you off. Oh, no, that's all right. <laughs> um, we could wait for them in here. It's raining. It sounded like it was raining outside. Like, Looking out it, through the windows of the front of the building, you can definitively see that it is still storming outside. Can we see any of the vehicles, if there are any vehicles left in the front yard? You can only see two vehicles left. Yours and Jahan's. Okay. Um... Is the door unlocked? Harold will reach out and just kind of gently try the knob. It's not, but you are on the inside where the latch is. Okay. Mm. Uh, all right. Harold will go ahead and unlock the door uh, and then peer out and says, and say, um, you know, and it's the right mess of, uh, of mud out there. I don't think there's any reason for you to go out. Uh, you sure you won't take my boots? Um... Did you take them into the house? Uh, he's been stomping around in them this whole time. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's part of why it was so difficult for the stealth nice. aspect earlier. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, this... wearing, he's wearing just a giant pair of wellies over his, his regular shoes. Yes, I don't think you should carry me. <laughs> um. That was the other option. But <laughs> <laughs> your leg. Uh, just um, as much as it hurts my pride to say so, give me a day or two, and then uh, I'll carry you anywhere you like. All right, I will take you up on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, three, two, one, and then we run out into the rain together, holding hands. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. Um, oh my God! It's um, it, 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 it's, it's read a lot cut. of romance novels. I was going to say it is the scenes that were cut out of the Notebook. Yep. Yes. Listen, she's got eighteen used romance novels in her gear. All of them have been used. Been quite a while since okay. I went parking. That was a lot of information about your character. Yep. Can both of you give me an idea roll real quick? Which sure. is an intelligence roll? <laughs> there may be an umbrella in here, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. As you, as these words leave your lips and both of you head to the front door, ready to dash out into the rain, both of you pause and look to the right, where there is a full umbrella rack waiting. <laughs> including Harold's umbrella, which including, he brought in. <laughs> including Harold's umbrella, which he brought That's in. That's right. Well, that'll Although just I will say, ruin the mood. I will say, in real life, I have failed that idea role many <laughs> times and left my own umbrellas behind. Um... um uh, Harold will reach over then and snag his umbrella. Say, or an umbrella. Um, uh, and uh, say, um, why don't we use this to uh, to reach the car and then we, uh, we'll have somewhere comfortable to wait for the others. Yes. Meanwhile. And then, uh, we'll as, Harold, as Harold and Doris retreat to their car, well, to Harold's car, might as well be their car in the future, at least. I'm going to share an umbrella with you. Even if there is uh, extra umbrellas, we're going to share an umbrella. You do that. Okay. America, Jared, and Jahan. Yeah, after yes. about... After an equivalent amount of time that it's taken for you to get down to the pier, you get back to the mansion, where remains only two other cars. Jahan's, yours, and one third car that you recognize as Harold all of the windows of which are currently fogged up. Do we want to call them or do we just want to trust that they'll get back on their own? And at that point, we're going to say goodnight. <laughs> say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>